Podcasting from Northwest Pennsylvania. You're listening to the Gen Extra Podcast, a show about Generation X, movies, technology, weird news, and anything else they feel like. Join them every Monday morning. Now, here's your hosts, Dave and Joe. We are back. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yes. Oh, I took a little break there for the uh, for the new year. I uh, I got a couple of messages from uh, from our listeners that they were they were so sad that we were not there for their Monday morning. <laughs> well, I I was sad yeah. too. <laughs> the, I, the break was nice, I, but it was kind of I, I was kind of sad. I opened up the app. Yeah, I was sad. I opened up the app and there was nothing. There was nothing there. I was like, what? I'm like those those lazy jerks. I know. <laughs> I'm like, there's no show. Oh wait, that's us. Uh, right. Oh, son. oh, damn it. Yeah, so how was your New Year's? It was good. It was good. I actually had a, um, you know, as you get older, New Year's is celebrated earlier and earlier in the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I, I am, and I'm sure some people, whatever, still do the old traditional, you know, go all throughout the night. But we, we have been pushing ours earlier and earlier. Uh, we went out at approximately five, mm-hmm. right? That's how early we were out. Went to, went to dinner with some friends. Then saw uh, an ice hockey game. The the local team here in Erie is called the Erie Otters. I uh, went to an Erie Otters game. That that was over by, call it eight thirty slash nine, oh, okay. and then went home. Oh, all right. Well, that's but a good. Great, that's a good honestly. night. Did you guys stay awake for great. like the the ball drop? I I barely did. Like I was I was up I was kind of up doing other things. And then I flicked over to the to the ball coming down. What about you? Um, yeah, we went out to, uh, we went to Titusville to my wife's sister's house and then we, we checked out, uh, Ironworks in Titusville, a local bar. Um, they had a, they had a band that we know down there. So we, we went there for like an hour. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, pretty, uh, pretty standard New Year's for us. You know, did now, you get the, do you watch the ball drop? Oh yeah. We pretty much get to that point of the night. And then once that happens, like, we're just like, all right. Yeah, I'm I'm good. <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. I can't I can't do the whole like stay awake until you know four or five o'clock in the morning anymore. That's tough. Well, and that's how it used to I mean, it was you know, obviously when we were younger, the New Year's celebration was like midnight was only halfway through the party. It was, yeah. Like you would yeah, you you would go to a bar, like watch the ball drop at the bar and then uh, you know, stay there till they closed at two in the morning and then after party like yeah, it was a long process, a long night, and yeah, I guess now that we're in our you know early forties, uh, it's like things are things are a little different, right? <laughs> yeah, like I do. I fear that hangover so bad. I know that I know. I'm like I can't, I can't make myself do it because I don't want to feel like absolute garbage the next day. <laughs> it's funny how that sets in, and and it becomes a relevant part of your night. It really does. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know there's, I mean, if there's certain situations, maybe. That come up, you think New Year's would be one of them, but I don't know, man. Like it has to be really something. I don't even know what, but it like New Year's isn't enough for me to just throw the no. towel in and be like, all right, I'm getting absolutely shit hammered. And no, oh, start out, start out the new year with the new show, cursing in the first five minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's well, it, but, but that's that's but that's really it too, right? I mean, I think. 
today it's more become about like getting a good dinner or seeing some friends or yeah or have, having having as this is going to sound so old of me right having a nice night out with people that you enjoy <laughs> being around right <laughs> right yeah yeah it doesn't turn into like a big like crazy bash anymore no no it's so so anyway so anyway i just hope everyone was safe and happy and i hope everyone had a good new year and everyone got to where they were going to safely and all of that stuff. Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for, you know, listening, uh, listening to the show. Thank you for checking us out again. And if you are new to the show, uh, you know, we, we always see a slight rise in listeners. So if it's the first time checking us out, thanks for tuning in. And I hope you keep listening. Yep. So what do we got slated for this show, man? Uh, we got a list we here. We a got a list. list. The list, at least the way that I have it written on my side, is we've got Gen X things. So this is a really good article that you sent me. Um, they asked, I think it was, they asked a panel or like 30 people or something about what are the most Gen X things you can find. Now, I know we've talked about this topic before, but what I liked about this list that you sent me is there was stuff in here that we haven't talked about in terms of like Generation X. So yeah, it was it's, like, it's a good one. It was like, uh, like listeners submitted almost. Yeah. Or, or, because it wasn't just like, five people sitting around just trying like who aren't even from our generation thinking up things like it was like legit things that people remember. Now I thought it was a very yeah. cool list. Yes, it is. It's a good one. So we're going to go through some of those and then uh, we're going to do a piece on the um, AI, AI, not like AI, like you think like a robot or something like that. We're talking more AI chat programs and AI image programs, which are all the rage right now. Yeah. I have seen things on this and I actually didn't realize that, uh, they have implemented these sorts of AI chat programs into like social media. Yeah. Which is crazy. Like, so if you get like comments on certain things, it could be AI. That's so weird to me. And, and, and much of it, um, and the, the programs that we'll talk today is you'll see there are, they're trained to be human, right? How weird is that? Exactly. Like they learn link. Uh, they're not perfect, but they do. They learn like the cadences and in, in the lingo Right. Uh, which is definitely strange. Who somebody, who sent this? Wasn't it Jake? Uh, Jake sent yes. this to us, didn't he? Yes. Yeah, so a shout out to Jake yeah. for actually reminding us about this topic. Because this is actually a topic I've been wanting to do for a while. And Jake sent us this really interesting article about kind of what I'll call basically an AI image program kind of going rogue and, and, and continually referencing certain subject areas or things that we'll talk about. Uh, but yeah, it's a uh, thank you, Jake, for reminding us uh, about this topic. Yes. Jake was on our show probably a couple seasons ago now. Yes. Uh, yeah, he was uh, promoting his band and stuff. So we'll uh, we'll put we'll put some information in, in the show notes for that. Uh, but yeah, so a couple things before we get going on the uh, Gen X list. We actually have a sponsor. A real sponsor. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, Joe, if you want to start us out, let's, uh, let's get a read for our uh, new sponsor. You got it. Today's sponsor is Sprinkles Ice Cream Shop, located in Seneca, Pennsylvania, and inside the Mercantile of Titusville, Pennsylvania. If you're looking for delicious treats with a twist, they've got you covered. Their menu includes hand-dipped ice cream, waffle sundaes, which are amazing, lotus energy drinks, boba teas, and much more. You can find them on Facebook by searching Sprinkles, and that is Sprinkles with a Z, S-P-R-I-N-K-L-E-Z. Please note that the Seneca location is seasonal, but if you can't wait till summer, and I know I can't, the Titusville location is open year-round, Wednesday through Saturday. Now on with the show. Yes, thank you, Sprinkles, for your support. We do appreciate it. Thanks. And before we get into uh, the rest of it here, one more thing. <laughs> yes. uh, one more thing for 2023. 
uh, something new, Joe. We we decided to make a merch shop. Yes, that's right. Yay! Do you have you have like a yay button? No, I don't. Like a, like a, like a part of the yay. I probably have like an applause button. But yes, I, pl- applause would be good. It would be if I could find it quickly. Which right, you but know, we can't find it. Which you know I cannot. Uh, so yeah, we have a merch shop. If you are interested in supporting the show and rocking out some of our merchandise, uh, you can find us on T Public. There will be a link in the show notes for that. We'll also share it on Facebook uh, after this. Yep. Uh, but yeah, you can. We have our our standard like Gen Extra Podcast logo shirts and a couple funny ones from uh, different topics we talked about in the show. You know, over the years now. And uh, yeah, check it out. Please buy something. We'd appreciate it. All right. On with the show, Joe. <laughs> yes. AI. No, sorry, not AI first. Oh, the Gen, doing the Gen X list. Gen X things. I felt like that was like, we had like all kinds of stuff to like, like plug there. We do. We have to like, we have to like plug things now. And we have to, we have to, we have, we have like a laundry list at the beginning of every show now. Wow. How things have changed. <laughs> I know. Okay. All right. So I'll start with the first one here. Actually, the beginning of this article just says being allowed to roam the streets until dark. That's the first thing in this uh, uh, totally Gen Z things or yeah. Gen, Gen X things. Uh, yeah, but it's the first one they have on the list. Well, I'll tell you what, before we even get to that, being allowed to roam the streets until dark. That is such a, that is such a Gen X thing and, and, and prior, it, obviously, too. But, yeah, of course. Right, right, right. Uh, but, dude, yeah, like I feel like that just does not happen anymore. In, in general, like I, you just don't see too many just like posses of teenagers just roaming the streets like they used to be. I mean, it not not as certainly not as much. And that kind of feeds right into number one, which is that being the last unreachable generation, because we did that. Yeah. You just leave your house. And, yeah. And there was no way to get a hold of you, except perhaps. A, I mean, even like like your parents would call around if they didn't know exactly where you were. And that was it. If they couldn't find, because you were like off in the woods, who knew? <laughs> well, but 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 what you said there isn't even a joke. I mean, at least where we grew up, and I'm in in many places across the United States, that generation X and before, like when we said, when I said I'm going over to my friend's house, oh, and we're also going riding bikes, I would be gone for a good, call it, four hours, five hours, somewhere in our neighborhood or at least within a couple miles, a few miles of my house, but nobody knew where I was. No, no. We used to jump on our bikes when we were kids and we would literally ride like seven or eight miles to the next town over. Yeah. Just for fun, just for funsies <laughs> and then yeah. come back. And, and you were completely unreachable yeah. save for you stopping somewhere and like asking to use somebody's phone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You'd no way, or or if you ha- happen to have, you know, a quarter on you, maybe you can make a payphone call. Of course, right? Because you actually did. I remember my dad. At least when I was younger, before cell phones, I remember my dad would always go, "Like, do you have a couple quarters on you?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, how long has it been since somebody said that? Probably, well, probably twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, the next one on the list here is being old enough to remember and appreciate life before the internet and cell phones, but being young enough for the uh, transition into the world without a hitch. So, Well, that's always our thing, too, especially being at the tail end of Generation X, right? Yeah. Yeah, the beginning of Gen X would could have been, like, a bit harder to transition. Correct. And you know, the, the beginning of Gen X is, 
significant, not significantly, but moderately older than us. Yeah, I mean, by like like twelve or thirteen years. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we kind of hit just that tail end there, uh, to where it made it easy for us to because like when when the internet and and computers and stuff were really kind of hitting like the mainstream, we were mm-hmm. what like fourteen, you know, fifteen. Yeah. 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 Uh, what's in the, we don't have to do all these on this list, but we can do a uh, let's kind of skim through. I I do like this next one though, number three. Uh, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> I've done this. I've done this like once or twice when I was much younger, and it never worked out for me. And that's why I want to mention it. It was calling the local radio station to ask for a song to be played, and and being ready to record it with your tape deck. Yes, I remember my but, sister doing this. It, I never worked for me. They never played what I asked. That's probably because I was asking for stuff they don't play. But yeah, can you play some Smashing Pumpkins? <laughs> right? They're like, what? No. Who's that? <laughs> yeah, but no. I remember. Did you ever like call the radio station and get like your voice on the air and just, or like you're just waiting and waiting to hear it, and you sit around the radio, and finally like you would call in and answer a question or some game they had. Yeah. And you hear stuff just for a moment, and you're like, it was super exciting. Like that doesn't yeah, happen like, anymore. I'm on, I'm on the air. Yeah. Uh, number four is just so simple. Uh, being able to entertain yourself for hours, like just by oh, yourself. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it says, I didn't mind the lockdown too much at all. <laughs> I was already used to this. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we were uh, self-sufficient entertainers when we were kids. Oh, I remember because like either get, uh, one of my destinations was a lot of times I would get home from school, right, which we walked, by the way, from the middle school. Mm-hmm. So this oh, yeah. was like sixth through eighth grade. I would still be the only one there for mm, maybe an hour or so, right? Play maybe maybe a couple of hours. Yeah, play some Nintendo. Yeah. I mean, that was it. Yeah, let's hear that. Uh, oh, my gosh, this one's funny. Uh, number five, remembering phone numbers. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, and writing them down if oh. you had to. I, dude, I used to memorize them. Like, I remember, like, I would, I think up until, like, 1999, 2000, whatever it was, 2004, you know, somewhere in there when you started having a cell phone and your Rolodex of numbers, you know, ended up on your phone. Yeah. I really stopped remembering people's phone numbers after that. Like, I still remember certain numbers from way, way back, but I could not tell you, like, I, I don't even think I know your phone number. I, th- right. How <laughs> weird is that? Right. Yeah. Like I, I'm actually, I don't think I know yours either, <laughs> either. And, and this is you know, what's even worse is that for years after I met my to-be wife Mm -hmm. at the time, I don't think I knew her phone number either. And one time she got kind of irritated with me (laughs) that I didn't actually know her number. You should, you should know it, Joe. (laughs) I know it now. All right. Oh, that's funny. But, but just because I stuck her number in my phone, like I would have stuck your number in my phone and I don't know how to call it at least at the time, I don't know how to call it otherwise. But I mean, yeah, you remember like a lot of people would have either like the pad or you would have like just like a like a scrap paper of like all of your friends' phone numbers on them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember the electronic Rolodexes. Do you remember those? They were a thing for like a little while. Yeah, that that was, that's a technology that had like what, five minutes in the sun? It did, yeah. Like you would, you would have, all, all it would be would be like someone's name in front of us. It was just all text-based. Uh, yeah. So there was... It was just so you could flip through and add people's information in and you kept it in your pocket. Uh, but that, that kind of faded away really fast when cell phones hit. So many of these technologies that, that we got to experience were some of the most short-lived bridges between 
kind of like the analog of this of the 60s and 70s and the digitals of like the, the of like the mid 90s right it was so the bridge we were we were the bridge generation yeah <laughs> dude you gotta read number seven <laughs> oh let me see let me see it says okay oh yeah i still have these the <laughs> oh do you massive, really i still have one sitting on the shelf behind me massive cd collections stored in the cd binders Yes, I like in this. It says neatly. Mine was not neatly stored. <laughs> oh, and the, I mean, it got. It, it was always like neat for like five minutes after you re, after you resorted it or or, or oh, organized it. I tried mine alphabetically again. Yeah, I tried to do mine alphabetically until you add another another CD into it, and then you're like, ugh. Yeah, like, and there's no room to move anything, especially if it was already filled. I'm not gonna move 95 CDs to add in like a, a B title of a C. Like no, like I'm just gonna put the end. Uh, My. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was say my favorite fact or a tangential fact on number seven is when you would have one in your car so stuffed full of CDs. You're talking about the one that, that goes you on your visor? Yeah, yeah, that you couldn't take a CD out Without because if all you did, out. it'd all fall out. He had to stretch out so bad, yeah. It had to have like eight CDs in each slot. I am not kidding. When one time in one of my cars uh, from like the late 90s or whatever, early 2000s, I had the driver's side window down. Oh no. And I went around a, a turn. You know, I went around a right turn. So the opening of the visor is pointing left towards the open window. Mm -hmm. And because I had recently taken a disc out, it was looser than it normally was, would be. And about three or four CDs shot out of the visor onto the road. Oh God. Did you try did you go back for him? I had to. I yeah. had to. You have to. You can't just leave them there. Well, yeah, I'm saying, like, were they okay though? Did they, uh, did they break? Yeah, they were. They, they were fine. I mean, it's that was that was of the era too, where like CD readers had become more robust and less prone to like scratching and everything, or where they could read past scratches a little bit better. Yeah. So they were they were okay, but if you go, I still have those binders. If you go look at the CDs now, most of them are not in great condition because of things like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, number nine. Oh, just video, uh, just arcades in general. Classic. I yeah. love the arcade. Me I too. love the arcade. I still and love you, arcades. Here's an interesting fact about arcades. They've actually made a relatively significant comeback in the last few years. I think because people missed them. I, they're, yeah, they're, they're having their moment in the sun again. Now, not like the classic 90s or 80s and 90s, but they are a place where people are finding... They want to have parties again. They want to take their friends to, right? Because the experiences are usually very social. Yeah, they're actually having a the like the vintage games. Uh, yes, yes. There's they they build entire places around this. Like we we went to one in Pittsburgh, and I think there's one over in Cleveland now. Mm -hmm. There is, yeah. Uh, where it is all the old school games like Pac Man, like Street Fighter, NBA Jam, mm -hmm. tons of them, and they just. They, the one we went to in Pittsburgh, dude, there was must have been 200 machines in there. Like, it was crazy. Yeah, wall-to-wall, -wall, basically, right? Yeah, pinball machines. Yeah, it was fun. I tell you, the one thing I probably gravitated towards the most, and I played a lot with you in an arcade, was uh, was air hockey. Oh, we played so much air <laughs> hockey. It was, it so was much brutal, man. It was, like, it was so intense. Like, just sweating. Mm -hmm. Like, getting your knuckles bashed up. Oh, man, when that puck would slam off your knuckle because for whatever reason it came like slightly up off the table and bounced off your knuckle i'll never forget a friend of ours mike who i actually think has been on the mike's been on the show yeah i don't remember if it was yours or his we went out one time to play at the arcade and he got slammed in the knuckle so hard blood went everywhere on the table are you serious yeah i was yeah, on, it must like, have been him yeah i wasn't there for that 
I, I went to the, you know, we grabbed, we went to the, went to the bathroom. We made sure we cleaned it up and everything, but I was just like, Oh, <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a fun, uh, that's a fun game, man. Like I always said, if I ever got like a, if I ever got an air hockey table, it would have to be one of those like big, heavy, like arcade style ones. The small, like family room based ones that they sell, like consumer grade ones, they're fine. They were never any good, but they were, they weren't any, they weren't brutal. They weren't big and brutal. No, you couldn't like lean on it, you know, to really like stretch for a shot. <laughs> like, Don't lean on it. Don't lean on it. It'll, just, it'll crumble. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But all right, we'll move through this list a little bit more here. Number 11. Yep. Uh, is funny is uh, always having a pencil in the car for rewinding a cassette, like when it came oh, undone. Oh, that's right. I I would jam. Okay, so personally, I would just jam my car keys in it. Anything, yeah. See, so this Anything. this is a yeah. little bit like I never had a pencil in my car, right? For this specifically, so when you know we were transitioning from cassettes into CDs pretty early in our teens. Yeah. Uh, so if, if you still had cassettes, you would just find, like you said, a key, anything that would fit in there. Anything. Yeah. Not so much a designated pencil that you would keep in your car. Uh, number two, oh, number 12, be kind, rewind. Yes. That's very Gen X. Yep. Having to rewind your VHS tapes. I specifically remember when we would rent a movie, uh, every single time we would take it back right before I would drop the movies in the slot, you would always do the pop open. Look at it real quick. Like, I don't know if you were at that point, you probably weren't going to try to rewind it anyway, but it almost became habit to pop it open to make sure it was rewound. Okay. Yeah, it's good. And close it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I'm like, you could do anything about it if it wasn't. No, but, I yeah. mean, whatever. At that point, you're going to pay the 25 cent fee or whatever they charge for having them rewind it. Yeah. It was so, like I said, I worked in a video store when I was a teenager and I never implemented the rewind fee only because it was actually it was less work for me just to throw it in the rewinder yeah. than to open up their account and add the fee in. Like it was a whole other process that I want to go through. So I'm like, I don't care about the quarter. I know like, well, I know I should have done it, but yeah. Right. I mean, I mean, how many, I'm sure you weren't alone. I'm sure you weren't alone in the number of video store employees who were just like, ugh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't worth it to me. I mean, to do it 10 times for the for the store to make $2.50 shut up. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, it just doesn't seem worth it, does it? No, no, it doesn't. I'm skimming through now. You yeah, can, I'm skimming through. You can through. grab one. So number 20 is Blockbuster on a Friday night, kind of relevant to that one. Uh, just, yeah, dude, just going to the movie store on a Friday night to pick out a movie. That was and just in wading through the aisles till you could find everything, something that everyone could agree on. Yeah, we've always kind of that. We always kind of come back to that one as a very, uh, you know, very Gen X-y, you know, kind of yes. thing. Uh, yeah, there's just. I want to. I want to mention something on seventeen because yeah. seven, mo, the Gen X prior to us went through this a lot more than we did. By the time number which number seventeen is nuclear drills, nuclear attack drills. Oh yeah, in, in your school. Yeah, I remember uh, the, doing those more tornado drills, really, but. I they were tornado ones. drills, but you probably, you might not remember this, uh, or maybe you're, not all schools did it by the time we were old enough to be in, say, elementary school, but I do remember the, the beginning of my elementary school um, career, whatever mm -hmm. you want to call it, experience, we still had a, a leftover nuclear drill from, from prior to the, the crumbling of the USSR, and 
as the joke goes, right? What's that going to do for you? Yeah, yeah, nothing. Uh, <laughs> no, but I, I think I remember, I remember that like vaguely from like second or third grade, uh, you know, doing something like that. But the more prevalent ones would be like, like I said, the tornado drills. I remember those. Yeah. I'm going to skip to number 30, Joe, and then we're going to move okay. on. Because this one's okay. just 30? stupid. Yeah, okay, so you like you don't agree with it? No. Okay. Break dancing. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I, yeah. I Break mean, dancing. I, I, I guess. Who? I mean, do you ever remember saying what? like, "Hey, man"? Not me. <laughs> Any Not of our me. friends? Like, hey, what do you guys want to do tonight? I don't know. Let's go well, out and break dance. Like, I, I really think this one gets caught in the we're since we're at the tail end. Break dancing isn't a big deal for us. You think it was more of an early Gen X thing? They break dance? Yeah. If you can, if you were older in the 80s than we were, I think it's a much bigger deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're listening and you were a early Gen Xer, yeah, leave us a, you know, comment or something on Facebook. Message us if you ever break danced for fun. <laughs> yeah. Let us know how that break dance battle went. <laughs> yeah, right. right? Yeah. Did you win, lose, or draw? Yeah. I tell you, though, I always wanted to, because, like, you remember you'd see it in, like, uh, uh, you see it in like movies sometimes, those 80s movies, where they'd, oh, yeah. be, they'd be yeah, at a yeah. party and somebody would just bust out like a breakdance. And I always wanted to <laughs> I always wanted to be able to do that, but I, I couldn't do it. And I wasn't brave enough to try it because I didn't know how to. So the last thing you want to do is attempt it and look like a total idiot. No, way worse than just not doing it. Yeah, but how cool would that have been to be like like the kid that busts out like a killer breakdance? Yeah. <laughs> I Not now. I mean, I, actually, right now, if you could... If you could still do it now, cool, right? Cool. <laughs> More power to you. I think cool if you're younger, but if an you know like a well not me yeah like a 40s or you know early 50s you know was at a party and decided to break dance you would look silly. You would yeah, just not, silly. Now. not now. Not happening. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh man. All right. Let's. Uh, we need to move on, man. We got to go to the next uh, section here, which is yes. your AI segment. I'm interested. I didn't do any yeah. research on this, so. You got to explain this all to me like I've never, I know nothing about it. Well, don't don't you worry. I've got you covered. So the the two things, I mean, you could talk about AI forever, right? I mean, there's, like you said, like they're they're embedding AI now in like chat systems. Mm -hmm. They're embedding AI in like, you know, uh, soon like Windows and, and Facebook and everything will probably have in, like embedded AI help, you know, like, like uh, call it like assistance or things like that, right? But yeah. The two things that we're going to concentrate today, things that our, our listeners might not know about, or maybe they do know about them, but I want to talk about it anyway, uh, is there's two programs out there specifically that anybody can go, go to right now and try. And one of them is called Chat GPT. So that's the word chat, C-H-A-T space GPT. And the other one is um, Doll E. So D-A-L-L space E. So okay. Dolly. So just Google those and you'll find them? Yeah, you just Google those, go to their sites, learn right. about them. You can use them, right? Anyone can use them. They're open, they're open to the public. They're not like you don't have to pay for them. They're not hidden or anything like that. It's okay. It's not so, that, like, so somebody Googles one of these and they uh, they they open it up. What do they do? What can you do with it? So I'll start with the chat program because it's probably the one that and because the second one when we get to the image program dies a little bit more into some of the weird things that image programs can do and what Jake sent us. Mm -hmm. But the thing with the chat program is that it's essentially a uh, I'm gonna try to put this in the in, a, in, in the, the quick version of this, right? The chat program is a is a neural network chat program that has been trained 
to essentially con converse with you like a human. Um, it'll recommend things to you. It will, it will explain things to you. It will, um, it will, it will like give you, it can give you a recipe recommendation or it can finish a story. Like you can even, this thing is so advanced. You can give it a story prompt, mm -hmm. which I literally did the other day. Like I said, um, you know, the night I said, I said something very generic, like the knight attacks the castle and he, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it finished the next paragraph for me in a completely believable scenario. Really? Yeah. It sounds like, uh, uh sounds kind of interesting, but also kind of weird too. Like, yeah. And, and the, the amazing thing about these chat programs is, and I have it pulled up right now. We could, we could ask it anything we want right now. You can just ask anything. Yeah, you can ask it anything, and it will at least attempt to do it, finish it, explain it, or whatever. And if it can't, it just tells you that it can't. But we'll, here's one of the most interesting thing I think about these neural networks. And we probably don't have time to get into how they're trained and everything today, but basically, these neural networks are training sets. Just, we'll, get, we'll get into that some other time. But once these things are trained, mm -hmm. kind of similar to our brains, there's no way to reverse engineer how it gets to the answer that it does. So you would think of like most traditional or like coding know, robotic. Yeah, most most coding traditional systems you think okay, if I want to know why why the robot did this, all I have to do is follow its code backwards. Yeah, yeah. That's not yeah, how this, these work. Yeah, this is why it prompted this response in this one. Uh yeah, so there's there's no way to unscramble the code. No, in fact you can, I, just for an example for today's show, mm -hmm. I, I asked ChatGPT, I said, can you trace your neural network backwards to figure out why you arrived at a certain answer, right? And, chat, and I'll just read you what it said. It said, I am not able to trace my neural network backwards to determine the specific reason why I arrived at a particular answer. While it is possible to analyze the weights and patterns in a neural network to gain some understanding of how it produces its outputs, the process is complex and not something that I am capable of doing. In general, my responses are generated based on patterns that I have learned from my training data in the context of the conversation. While I do not have the ability to give a detailed explanation for every response that I provide, I do my best to provide accurate and useful information based on the input that I receive. I hope this helps clarify things. If you yeah. have any other questions, please let me know. Like it, that, sounds it, like the, it, that sounds like the definition of thought. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, that, that's, that's a really good way to put it. These neural networks don't work the way like traditional coding works. So you can basically throw anything at it and, and it'll use its neural network to, to figure something out. You want to you throw a question at it? Yeah, you're putting me on the spot. I've been thinking about it. I don't know what to ask. Uh, I don't know. What, like, you better do it. What, what should we ask? Okay. <laughs> so here. Uh, uh, something I, very I said, generic. What is the most predatory animal in Alaska? I think Amazon Echo could answer that one. It probably could. Yeah, um, I'm talking like something opinion related. Well, like, it doesn't have opinions. Okay, so it's it's just all straight facts. Like it doesn't have its own opinions in. Here, okay. Here's here's one that I I asked it, and we don't have time to read the whole thing. But I actually asked it the other day. What is the best way to increase viewership for my podcast? Oh, there you go. Yeah, what did it say? <laughs> it it had it gave me ten responses. Oh, okay. What was, in, what was number and one? Get this. It gave me ten responses in a fraction of a second. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, so you could ask it recommendations for your podcast. You can ask it to finish your adventure novel. You can ask it, um, you know, why, for example, you know, 
why something might be right or wrong or whatever, but it doesn't really have like an opinion. Like, so I have tried to trick it a couple times to give it like, uh, for example, I did ask ChatGPT the other day to tell me if it preferred Google Chrome or Microsoft Edge. Um, and it couldn't, it was, it just said, it listed some of the features of each and it, it kind of, it, it, it literally tried to, to, to talk me out of like picking one <laughs> from, from its preference. Okay. Wait, here we go. Here we go. Ask, ask chat GPU, wherever it's called. Yeah. Ask it. What's a good icebreaker for a conversation? Okay. What is a good, and we're doing this in real time. This yeah. is an edit. What is a good <laughs> icebreaker? What is a good icebreaker conversation, right? Yeah. Okay, let's... What's it got? Nothing. Here we go. I'm, it's generating the answer. Okay. It's generating the answers. Okay. Right now it's rubbing his chin. He's like, hmm. Okay, so here we go. Yeah. So it, it's, I will say, admit the opening is very general. So it says, there are, there are many different icebreaker activities and conversation starters that can be used. And which one is best will depend on the specific context and group of people involved. Here are a few ideas for icebreaker conversations. Ask people to share their name and a fun fact about themselves. Okay. Have everyone go around the room and say one thing they're looking forward to in the coming year. Have people share something they did over the weekend or something interesting that has happened to them recently. Okay. Ask people to share their favorite hobbies or interests. Have people share their favorite place they've been to and why it was special to them. And then it actually, then it has like some more about why like an icebreaker is important and everything. Mm -hmm. But like it generated all this within, mm, yeah. call it 10 seconds or so. That's not bad. No, not yeah. bad at all. I guess here's the thing about like, well, what's the difference between like, say, chat GPT and say, like, just going to Google and saying icebreakers. This is more directed, right? Well, so Google, instead Google of trying will take you to, it'll find a page. Yeah. Or it'll take you to everything. Yeah. Right. This tries to use its own, like you said earlier, thought process, its neural network mm -hmm. to try to distill what you asked into an actual answer, as opposed to like Google, which is just like, Here's the entirety of the internet for you to search through. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, now, what, what was the thing you were talking about with the drawing? Like, what's the drawing okay. aspect of this? So this, so this is another open AI model, another neural network model called DAL-E. So that's D. So if you're searching for it on the, out there on the internet, it's D-A-L-L space E. And there's actually a chat. There's actually, if you guys want to play with this at home, there's actually a, there's actually a, a phone app that you can download that's also called DAL-E. So D-A-L-L-E. And I'm actually just going to bring it up on my phone right now because it's a little bit easier to use in that context. But this, Dave, is where 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 AI starts to get like really wild. I think I think this is even um, a bit. I don't want to say I don't want to say crazier, but this is a little more interesting and and spooky and weird than maybe than maybe a chat program. So you can you can say anything within reason, right? So you could say something like uh, 3D render of a cute tropical fish in an aquarium on a dark blue black background, digital art, or in the, in the style of Michelangelo, or in the style of, of um, you know, of, or, or, or as a pencil drawing. Really? And it will generate pretty much exactly what you asked it to do. Okay. How long does it take? It takes under 20 seconds, usually. Okay, let's think of one. And you have to type all these words in? Yeah, and, and you can be, here's the amazing part about the, the AI chat programs. You can kind of be as loose or as specific as you want. And, and in my experience, the AI image, sorry, image programs generally understand what you're throwing at it. So okay. you could say something like uh, a cat 
sitting on the moon, black and white only, uh, with a rocket exploding in the background. And then we'll draw it. You, you, okay, you know what? We're going to try that, oh, right? I, I have one. I have a different one. Okay, go, you go ahead. All right. Okay, okay, here we go. I'm going to yep. say a, uh, a hippo. A hippo, okay. Wearing pants. Wearing pants, okay. Wearing pants, yep. Uh, sad because so, he, okay, dropped, going, yep. cause he dropped his ice cream cone in okay. New York City. <laughs> okay, a hippo wearing pants, sad because he dropped his ice cream cone in New York City. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If if it comes out, you have to, we have to share this on Facebook. Is there is there any style that you want this with? Like, uh, do you want it comic like, book? Comic book style. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. In um, okay, so in the style of a comic book. Mm -hmm. Okay. I have. I don't know if I've ever tried anything this complex before. <laughs> I, I I've tried some pretty complex questions, but let's find out. So to repeat, so. Just so everyone understands what I'm about to put in my phone. This could fail miserably. I don't know. It could be. Yeah, a, hippo, it could. a hippo wearing pants, sad <laughs> because he, because he, I almost put B, because he dropped his ice cream cone in New York City in the style of a comic book. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. What's it going to do? We're I 20, have no 20 idea. seconds. 20 seconds. <laughs> this, is, this is pretty wild. Okay. All right. Well, the, the, the meter is going. Oh, no. Oh, my God. It worked. Are you serious? I'm. It's completely 100% serious. And I'm going to take a snapshot of yeah, my screenshot phone right to me. now <laughs> just so you know and I can prove <laughs> that this actually worked. And I'm going to copy one of the pictures. I'm just going to copy one of the pictures, okay? Mm -hmm. And I'm going to send it to you. Now, remember, it developed like four different pictures too. Okay. It didn't just develop one. It developed four. But I'm going to download this one and I'm just going to send it over to you so you can see this ver this version of, of what it did. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. Is, so, it, is it pretty good? <laughs> I, I'm honestly really surprised with how good it is. And this is on the app called, what was it called again? Doll E. D-A-L-L -L space e. Okay. E. Yeah. All right. I'm waiting, okay, so I'm, I'm waiting for your text impatiently. Yep. I'm downloading the image now. Uh -huh. I'm, going to, I'm going to text. I'm, I'm pasting the image into, into text. Okay. This is, so just so you know, this is only one of four options it came up with. Oh, okay. And... All right, here we go. I'm still waiting, waiting, waiting. Oh my god, please come through, please come through. Everybody <laughs> in the show, they're probably like, "Oh my god!" I know. Like, how? I can't. Believe we waited a week to get them back, and this is what they're doing. <laughs> oh man! All right, so I'm gonna wait for that text to come through. Oh, oh, oh! It just came through. Yay! All right, here we go. Here we go. Oh my god, dude, that's right? in, that's impressive. Yeah, it's a hippo with a weird belly button, holding an ice cream cone, looking sad. In a city, that yeah. I mean, that's it. Yeah, that's so weird. Are right, we? We'll have to. We'll have to share one of these on Facebook. Yeah, and there's there's three other versions. Like there's one, and, and I think what tripped it off a little bit was it, it saw it in a style of a comic book. So it actually gave us like, oh, you, what you'll see when I show you the full version mm -hmm. is it actually did like it did like four different comic book styles. Oh, okay. When it did this, like some some are stylistic, some are simpler. Some are some are more more cartoony, less cartoony. Uh, I'm looking wild. at this. Uh, that is that's impressive. So let's say that like okay, you're like oh man, like I need a picture of, I need a drawing of something, um, of you know Bigfoot wearing a hat, and you're like online, you're like I don't know where to get this from. It doesn't exist, and you put it in here and you make it. Can you like is is it just free to use? You can just use these images however you want to. 
that's actually one of the big debates right now within like the art and copyright yeah, that's uh, what I'm wondering. community, right? Is that these things do their best to scrub copyright. In fact, just so you know, I did Bigfoot wearing a hat as a pencil drawing. Oh, yay. <laughs> and just, I'm going to take a picture of this one too. Right. <laughs> um, this is so but, fun. I could do, I'm, I'm going to play with this like for hours today. I, I have, I have, I have sat in my family room on the couch, just asking it to draw countless things. <laughs> um, that's actually what you bring up is actually a big debate about, about AI drawing right now, because who, who owns it? Do you own it? Does the, does the image generator own it? Is it free to, is it free to use? Right. Is Can it, you put this on a t-shirt? Right. Is it infringing on somebody else? Because, because it's a neural network. It's a neural network that has been trained to draw based on everything else that it's seen. That's, big, so that's who Bigfoot wearing a hat. owns yeah. it? Yeah. And that, remember, that's only one version of it. Right. And that is weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm wondering though, because like, w w is this going to put a huge damper if you do have free reign, free access to use these images, however you want, mm -hmm. is this going to put a damper on like illustrators? And, yeah, it's a big debate right now. Yeah, because like I mean, right now, if you need something drawn up, you know, I can't do that. Nope. Uh, so you'd have to hire yourself uh, an illustrator, whether it be online or you know somewhere local. Yep. Uh, you know, obviously, there's going to be a bit more fine tuning from a human being, but you know, if you want something quick and on the fly. This would probably suffice if you're allowed to use it. That is interesting. Uh, and that, that's what, what you hit is actually a really good point because if I was writing a silly article about Bigfoot and I needed this picture, mm -hmm. right now this is probably what I'd do. Yeah, me too. Like that's, that's awesome. Like I, I kind of want to find out for sure because if, you know, if we, you know, again, with our new merch shop, if we wanted to, if we need like a graphic of something, can we download it and put it on a t shirt? Like is it legal? R Right now, the consensus is generally yes. Oh, okay. And the reason why is because there is no law around it, right? As long as the, a as long as the AI image gen generator hasn't clearly and obviously right, copied something, copied something, and, and most of the models are trained to not do that, right? The image is now, I, I don't know, the image is just freeform, right? Hmm. Yeah, it is. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, I'm, I'm excited to play with. It. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. I'm so that's play away. <laughs> and, and but that's the power of these neural networks. It's, it's probably not as obvious in like the Chat GPT program. But when you start asking it to make drawings of things, and the fact that you can ask it that extremely, what I'll say, complex kind of convoluted drawing that you did, and it was able to do it, it's pretty amazing. Dude, the other Bigfoot picture you just sent is yeah. it. Dude, it looks like something you literally sketched on a piece of paper. Yeah. Like, that's impressive. We'll post these. We, 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 we will. We'll remember to post some of these AI images that, that yeah. came up here on the show live. It's our New Year's resolution. Today. We're actually going to start posting more. <laughs> and, and when we talked about things like, you know, if we ever have, like, video support for our show, this is, like, one example of where that would be handy. It would be handy, yes. Yeah, we could show all this stuff happening live. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, do you have any more on the AI stuff or do you want to move on to the last couple of things? Well, I, I guess the only thing I'll say is that what you talked about, what you hit on earlier is actually the big debate right now, right? It's sure we can all go and use these things right now, right? I can ask GPT, you know, what a good icebreaker conversation is. I can have it draw Bigfoot with a hat. 
but what does that mean in the bigger picture, right? And yeah. We don't have that answer today, but that is the question right now. Yeah, I think until they figure it out, I'm gonna I'm gonna think up some stuff and save them <laughs> before they before they start making them so you can't. Yeah, do it. Oh, I'm gonna. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna. All right. So uh, last couple of things we're gonna do here for the show. We got about 15 minutes left. Uh, I want to talk about uh, Amazon drones, drone yeah. delivery to be uh, specific. Have you heard about this? I mean, I know it's been like I, it's been talked about for like years now. I have heard about it, and. I think here's what I know. I, I know they're probably not. I knew they were a little bit behind schedule, but I think I think there's been some recent developments. There has been, yeah. They uh, they have found. Let me pull up the article here. Uh, or I'm sorry, they they they, uh, they just announced recently that they are uh, says Amazon begins drone deliveries uh, in the first two cities. Uh, one of them is in Northern California. And the other one is doesn't oh it's in Texas okay okay so in this article uh, I actually watched a video about this too because the article was kind of thin they're implementing the drones to obviously deliver your goods I believe it's like up to like five pounds and it's but in the cities that have this available right now on in their test market you can opt for like thirty or sixty minute delivery via drone okay. And they'll literally like strap the package to the bottom of the drone. It will buzz out to your house. I think it's, I'm assuming it has to be within like maybe like a 15 mile radius of the, of a center, like a a distribution center, because the drones can't just go, you know, 30 miles. Sure. They, they are relatively, the range is limited. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, dude, it will fly to your house and you have to have like a certain size backyard actually. Uh, so it can't just drop it off like an apartment complex. So it will it will hover above your backyard, come down like within like a couple feet and boop, mm-hmm. drop your package off and take off. So so cool though, right? It is kind of cool. I don't think we'll see it out here in the, in the country. Not no. maybe not yet. We don't even have pizza delivery, so I doubt we're gonna have drone delivery. <laughs> but no, like if you need something, and I actually watched this article. Uh, these news anchors were talking about it because I'm, I'm thinking like, what the hell do you need? so bad that you can't wait like a day or two because you know as it is right now amazon prime's pretty quick but no they're like oh what if you need like what if you need like baby motrin you know like right right, right. now like your kid's gotten like a fever or something and you can yep, order yep. it and have it drone dropped in like a half an hour i, I just i just i love the idea yeah i mean obviously I you're just, limited to wait but you know still that's pretty awesome i, I still i mean i just think that is I don't know. There's something about that that is almost so future tech. It's very that, future it, tech. It's weird, right? That it that it almost seems because because you can imagine for as long as we've been alive, going from what used to say on on everything you ordered, please allow six to eight weeks for delivery, to please allow six to eight minutes. Pretty much, yeah. For delivery. Yeah, one to two days was impressive. Like, and it still is. But yeah, when you can get something delivered, I think if you're near a distribution center as it is right now, you can get like, I think some of them are still same day delivery. Like if you, if you order something in the morning from Amazon yeah, and you're right by like a warehouse. Oh yeah. You'll get it. You can get it later that day. Yeah. Which is impressive. And that was impressive already. Yeah. Yeah. So next thing you know, everybody's gonna have like 3d printers and like, they're gonna be like, you're gonna order something. It'll just print it out of your house. It's like some back to the future stuff. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's hard to say where this technology is going to go. But uh, I'm wondering, like, uh, you know, obviously there's going to be a lot of drones buzzing around. Is that just going to be like the new like ambient noise happening? You know, I mean, all these drone traffic, right? Yeah, yeah, just buzzing around all the time. It's going to be probably annoying, actually, uh, because they do sound they sound like a like a pack of like a like bees, like a like a beehive. Yeah. Like they're super noisy. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and I'm wondering, too, like, what's the crime rate going to be on drones? Uh, are people going to start shooting them out of the sky? Oh, that's such, a, that's such a good point, is that, you know, we've, we've, we've invented new kinds of crime. Drone theft. Yeah. Oh, right? dude, people could be, they could Amazon have, like, shotguns. Theft. Yeah. Yeah, just peg, peg the drone out of the sky and steal somebody's, you know, toilet paper delivery. You know, whatever it may be. So here's something too, like, as you know, as they roll this out to more places, there will be people. And, and of course this could happen anywhere. I'm not, I'm not pinpointing anybody else, anyone specific, but the, the broader a net you cast, the more people are going to be like, you can't fly that over my house. Yeah. Right? Oh dude. Yeah. Because like right now, like, uh, there's people will shoot drones out of the sky and it's, it's happened. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, I was at a venue one time for a wedding and the, like the the coordinator whoever was there uh was like hey like if you're gonna put your drone up do not fly it over that field over there because the owner shot down the last drone that went over that way i was like really yeah <laughs> like yeah people don't like drones because they feel no. like they're being spied upon uh like they're constantly checking they're taking pictures of them as they fly over right yeah something people are paranoid but uh yeah so i feel like there's going to be an issue happening you know, maybe not exactly like that, but, you know, right. people aren't going to be real happy with, you know, with 500 drones buzzing all over their neighborhood all the time. It's going to be weird. But, yeah. So, speaking of, uh, speaking of uh, weird, Joe. Yes. That's not the weird news. Don't get excited. <laughs> Here it goes. Uh, last thing to talk about for this episode. Uh, I did find a few more Gen Z words of the day. You did? I did. They- I, thought, I thought we did them all. Oh, no, they just keep coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Every time I turn around, I'm like, that's another one? Uh, so, yeah, over the past, like, two weeks that we've been, uh, you know, on, on a holiday break, I found a few more. So I'm going to start us out here. Um, again, if you are uh, our age, this is merely for education. Do not use these in conversation. <laughs> <laughs> you will be called out immediately. <laughs> you will sound silly. That's our disclaimer every time. Yep, yep. Uh, so the first one that I found... Uh, actually, I believe this one's a little bit older too. Uh, it's it's a uh, Bible. Do you, do you Wait, have you heard this Bible? Bible, not the Bible, just Bible. But it's spelled the same way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the way that the uh, the the kids use it is meaning truth. So like hand on the Bible, like I you know swear to the Bible. So if they say like uh, like you're or like oh like so and so just said this about you. Bible. Like they're like, you know, hand to God, like they're telling you the truth. So they say Bible afterwards. To oh, emphasize. okay. So it's emphasis. It's emphasis that what I'm saying is, is, is uh, I'm telling the truth. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's okay. one of them. So that's what Bible means. Uh, the next one I saw is uh, hop off. H O P off, hop off. Do you know what that I means? I think, uh, yeah. That's like, is that basically like get off my back about something? Kind of. Yeah. It uh, means mind your own business. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, if somebody's uh you know, like, why'd you do that? Huh? Why'd you do that? Like hop off. 
That's what that means. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. Yeah. This next one is also a little bit older. I've heard this one over the past like few years. And I can't believe it hasn't come up yet. Maybe maybe it has. Uh, it's uh, Shade. Like oh. th- throwing shade. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I'm, I'm not sure that I would even directly attribute that, that to maybe... That, that has some generational crossover. I'll just put it that way, for sure. Yeah, but they just say shade. Like they threw away the, the throwing part of it. Oh, oh, right, right, right. It's they like everything yeah. that they've done. They just took what was already out there and they chopped a part out of it, off yeah. of it. <laughs> just make it a little shorter, make it their own. Yeah. Yes. Uh, another one. I oh, got sorry. Them figured out. Oh, they I got did. them figured out. I know oh. what they're going to do. Yeah, we know the recipe. Uh, the next one is Addy, A D D Y. Have you heard this? Uh, yes, yes. Um, but I don't remember why. It's actually simpler than I thought it was. Okay. Uh, it's just short for address. That's it. Oh, uh, like, like, what's your Addy? Yep, that's it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, because I heard it, I'm like, what does that mean? What's my Addy? Well, don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody, but they're both still two syllables. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> they just have to make it sound cooler. Yeah, right. It's just taking our words, changing them all around. Yeah, so the last one that I saw, uh, this one's actually really funny. This is a two-parter sort of. Do you remember Ghost, like getting ghosted? That's pretty popular. Oh, yeah, yeah. and I think that's still, I mean, I think you can still get away with using that today. Yeah, we use that. Like, Yeah. uh, Yeah, that's not actually the word, but this is part of this. Okay. So the word is zombie. Okay. Not in the sense, like you're thinking as if, you know, the monster from a movie zombie right because that's exactly what i was thinking a zombie yeah so what what this means is when someone who once ghosted you is back and they won't oh (laughs) and they won't go away uh they're zombieing you so in in a sense is he needs to take the hint and stop being such a zombie i'm done oh okay so it's yeah okay so as the order of events went on um you know, the, the the ghost turned into a zombie. Yes. And and now they're doing that. Okay. Yes, now they won't leave you alone. They just continue to pester you. Wow. Uh, that's actually okay. really creative. I like that one. I You know what? I mean, that one, I think we can rent that one, actually. Yeah, we can borrow that one for a little while. Yeah, I think we can borrow that one. That one's not, too, we're not going to sound too bad for using that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was very creative. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. Like, usually most of them, like, I'm like, that does make no sense. Like, that like, one. Or, that one's hilarious. <laughs> or you just took one of our words and chopped off the last four letters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if someone was ghosting you and they have come back from the dead, apparently, uh, and won't leave you alone, they are now zombieing you. Very creative. Well done, Gen Z. <laughs> well done. Oh, man. So, all right, man. We uh, we finished with this episode. Are we done? I don't know. Are we? I think. Unless we have anything else to talk about. Oh, I actually do want to do one more thing before we sh- sh- stop the show here. Yeah, go ahead. I want to circle back to AI real quick. So again, oh, you found Jake, one more thing? Well, I just want to say thanks to Jake for sending in this article. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, thank you, man. Well, that was interesting. Yeah. And, and if we'll, we'll post it on Facebook page along with the, the show notes and everything about the reason. This, this was actually very difficult to talk about on the show exactly because it's very image-based. And some of the images that the AI has come up with are probably... The, I guess the term we generally use is not safe for work, right? Not right. not because, not in a, I'll, I'll call it a uh, gory manner, mm-hmm. right? And this isn't, isn't because it was purposely done this way. This AI image generation seems to have gone, the best word I can think of is gone rogue. Oh, no. Some of the, 
some of the prompts that have been fed to it. Oh, um, okay. So it's learning and, from what people are, the, the despicable things probably people are putting into it. Well, and that's what they can't quite figure out, mm-hmm. right? Is like, why are these prompts producing such gory images, right? Now, and it's a very interesting look at the world of, of AI. So uh, we didn't talk about it on the show, but uh, big thanks to Jake for sending this in and giving us the reminder to start talking about AI. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll have a link for this, you know, when we post it on the Facebook page. Definitely a good read. Definitely something you should check out. And that's all I wanted to add. Yeah. And thank you again, Sprinkles, for uh, sponsoring this episode. Yes. Big thanks. And don't forget to check out our merch shop. Support the show. It'll be in the show notes. So, all right, guys. Thank you for coming back and checking us out again. And we'll see you on the next one. Talk to you next time. <laughs>